Listener Production. Unlike a triple shot, half sweet, almond milk, cold pressed caramel macchiato to go, these boys are not complicated. But they are to go. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. You ever seen something that's been crowbarred in, Matt? What do you mean? Well, I was talking to my dad. Big shout outs to um, Warnable Primary Performers and putting on the big show of Annie. Uh, coming up over the weekend, which my dad, Ian Dyson, is helping stage manage as well. But because of COVID, like a few <laughs> a few, few shows were cancelled. You know, obviously amateur theatre around the place. A lot of productions didn't get up. Oh. I think the previous production, they were going to do Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. They got this sick car to be Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, but they could never put on the show. And so now there's just this really cool car in Annie. In Annie. <laughs> yeah. My dad was saying this thing is massive. <laughs> They're like, we want to use it. And so it's now part of Addy. He goes and drives off of the car. There's like, yeah, well, it's there. You've got many people lifting it. People have to drive it. <laughs> All of those kind of things. And then it's like, and that's in the stage direction instead of just like the two actors just walking off stage. <laughs> Suddenly they're just like, let's lose, use the cheaty car. It's got to be good. <laughs> so if you want to see a massive and awesome production, some of the best primary school performance production values I've ever seen, hit up the Lighthouse Theatre Waterball this weekend with some primary performance. Well, look, there's uh, there's nothing crowbarred into our show, okay? This is all original no. premiere content for you. We are no, the car. We, we never use tenuous segues to get to the point of unnecessary things. Absolutely not. We would never. So uh, we do have a massive Thursday show for you today. I'm going to be attempting to blow your mind, Alex Tyson, with a uh, interesting fact about dates. And we actually talked to someone that was mentioned on this podcast recently who, um, yeah, was part of a bit of a scene at your comedy show, Matt. So uh, let's get stuck into it, shall we? It's all day breakfast. Hope you're having a good one. This is just the start. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, all day breakfast. Mate, remember when you used to use the bathroom (laughs) and you didn't have a phone? (laughs) Uh, yes. Yeah, what was I your, those days. What was, did your family have some reading material of choice? <laughs> I think I've, I think I've, um, I've told you what the Dysons did when we were like quite little kids. What? <laughs> uh, this is, this is old school. This is well pre-phones. And this is, <laughs> this is probably only just post learning how to, um, how to, you know, go to the bathroom by yourself. So this is probably the four or fives, right? Well, okay, because because here's the thing, mm. right? I remember becoming very familiar with Garfield. Right. Based yep. on, um, you know, that that was like where you read comics. Like, like I remember we always had um, like a couple of Garfield comics mm-hmm. that I got for a discount from, you know, Angus and Robertson Book World, mm-hmm. and, uh, and, I'd, and I'd read Garfield. But my friend... Right, busy. They had a convict poster, right, from mm. some convict settlement, and it had all the headshots, the mug shots of all the convicts, right, and what they'd come to Australia for. And there was like stole a loaf of bread. Yep. You know, that was when I that was when I first understood the, the learned the term buggery. Oh. There's people convicted of buggery. Because a few of them had come for buggery, yeah. Yeah. And there was, of course, buggery with um, another, like there was a male who had had sex with a male, but then there was also buggery, which also meant someone having sex with an animal. 
Oh. But I didn't know that this was the specific not a, term. Not with a bug. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it was with a bug. <laughs> That'd be quite difficult, wouldn't yeah, it? It'd make more sense, though. But, um... <laughs> We did have the times tables at one point when that was on the back of the, like. Uh, like a poster on the back of the toilet. Poster of uh, up to 12. So you got to got to do your training whilst you're in there. But no, I, I'm sure that I mentioned at some point. I told you about funny walks, didn't I? What? I don't funny know. Walks. Maybe I've forgotten it. I don't understand. Oh, what? Was there a poster about like what you do if there's no... Toilet paper. No, no, no. Because that's a funny walk. <laughs> what would happen when there's, it's for entertainment is you'd, ha- you'd open the toilet door because this is after, you know, you sort of learn and then I guess your dad starts stepping back and it's like, now you do it, you know, that kind yeah. of thing. And you start getting better at it yourself. But in order to entertain each other, my, my, I remember doing funny walks for my sister and she'd do them for me. You, wa- you walk past the open toilet door doing a funny walk oh. and then you walk back <laughs> past it. Doing another funny walk, <laughs> doing different things, and it was like you're at a an old time movie cinema or something, <laughs> whilst you're sitting on the toilet. <laughs> and look, is... eventually the funny walks, you know, were phased out, and you'd you'd do your business with the door closed. Do you know what but... you were getting? You know what you were getting? You were getting TikToks. That's it really what you was. were getting. You were getting. The original TikTok, like 15 seconds of someone just doing something really funny yeah. in literally a 9 by 16 yep. frame. It like was the same aspect frame. ratio. Honestly, it really was. It, we were ahead of our time. So, um, yeah, Funny Walks was the original smartphone uh, in the Dyson household. <laughs> and we were curious, so we did ask you before phones, what did you do on the dunny? Um, Cal says Sudoku, obviously. Um, Bert, I had the Guinness World Record book, new one every year. Thanks, Mum. That's a good one. You'd love. Imagine just going for a for a nice old sit and you're just like, yes, the fresh merchandise has arrived. <laughs> so good. And the great thing, the old one then you could use as the paper. <laughs> Katarina said, read the label off the toilet spray. <laughs> oh, gee, that's a, that'd be a lot of big words. Uh, yes. Yeah, Jacinta said, learned all the timetables from the back of the door. Timetables, actually. was the way to go. We only told, read out one of those texts. We got a lot of people who learned timetables from the back of their toilets. Oh, yeah. I'll take them on. Go on. Let's give it a go. Go against me right now. If, if that was one of you, if you were kind enough to message in, let's let's have a little times tables comp, Matt. What? You reckon you can... I won it a couple of times. We even went up to 15s a couple Ooh. for a little while there. 13, 14, and 15 so, above Wait, 12, are we allowed to go double good. digits here? Um, if you want to go double digits, you can do whatever you want. I'll try and I'll try and answer. Oh, okay. Here we go. Well, you against Alex Dyson, okay? So you listening at home, just see whether you can beat Dyson's responses. Ready, set, go. Five times six. 30. Eight times three. 24. Five times nine. Uh, 55. Oh, no. No, no 45. <laughs> damn it. Four times zero. Zero. Three times seven. 21. 11 times 12. 121. 132, isn't it? Damn it. 132. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's 11 11s, isn't it? 
All right. <laughs> well, well, you're talking. We can a lot give of it talk. a try. <laughs> no, nah, not too bad, mate. Grade four, four eleven. <laughs> That's where I was uh, the champion of of Mrs. Morris's I, class. I remember the the trick with eleven times is you add the two numbers together and then put it in the middle. Put what in the middle? Like with so with eleven, it goes. You basically let's say, okay. So wait, if it's a single digit, you just. Tw- you just double the digits. So it's like four times 11 is 44. Seven, seven, 77. 77. Yep. When you get to double digits, you uh, add the two digits together and then you put them in between the original digits. So 11 times 11, you go one plus one is two is 121. Mm. Mm-hmm. Sneaky. 11 times 15, 165. 13, 13 is 169. Oh, is it? And then 12, 12 mm. is 144. Look. So glad that we could be 37-year-old adults trying to show off how good we can multiply numbers after talking about what we've learned on the toilet. All right, let's go. Let's keep moving. Oh, my God. This is Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Well, Matt, many reviews of Matt O'Kine comedy shows have always said not for the faint of heart. And you did tell us recently that uh, an incident did happen at that show where, you know, someone fainted. Yeah, that's right. I remember being on stage. There was a bit of a commotion. And someone said, oh, that you know, this girl fainted. And I was like, oh, no, should I keep going? I wasn't sure. The girl was sitting on the side. She said, I'm fine. You can keep going. But then just watch the rest of the show or at least a portion of it, just sitting in the aisle uh, up against the wall. And then we got a text from a listener called Emily who said, Hi, Matt and Alex. Love your work. Just wanted to let you know that was me who fainted at your show, Matt. I got a laugh when you raised it on your podcast today. It was a bit of a chaotic time in my life. I was actually on a Tinder date. Well, we could not let that message go past without bringing Emily onto All Day Breakfast to say hello. G'day, Emily. Hello. How are you? Oh, I'm so excited. Really well. Look, and we're very glad that, you know, the um, the fainting was not something that was indicative of your, you know, a long-lasting health thing, or maybe it was. I mean, you sound you sound great and healthy right now. Is everything okay? Yeah, I, um, I'm fine. I'm just like... I feel like if I was born 200 years ago, I'd be one of those women that was just clutching her pearls and fainting at the drop of a hat. I just, I just do it, you know. And putting the back of your hand on your forehead. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Very dramatic, but I'm okay. Oh. I'm just a bit squeamish. <laughs> oh, right. Was it something Matt said at the time? Do you remember what was going through your head? Yeah, I can remember up to the point, and then I can't remember anything else from the show, but I remember having a good time. But um, and Matt was talking about he had some health concern that had been picked up by a doctor um, on the text line at Triple J. That's right. So what had happened is I'd mentioned something on Triple J, talking to you one morning, Alex Dyson, about how when I bend my neck forward, I felt buzzing in my legs, right? Mm. And I thought it was something to do with my sciatica nerve, Mm. right? Which is a nerve that runs down your back, causes intense pain. But then we went to a song and um, we got a message from a doctor who was listening, a neurologist. And the message said, hey, look, Matt. The original telehealth, the Triple J text line. <laughs> just, just said, I just want to let you know that, that that feeling you're experiencing doesn't have anything to do with your sciatic nerve. 
and um, I specialize in multiple sclerosis, <laughs> and I think that you should come in and have a consultation. Oh, God. And so that was the basis of the show, this un- unfolding of what happened after that, you know, the the, the fear and the nerves, mm. et cetera. So did that tip you off, Emily? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Plus, I think I was just, as I said, I was a, it's a bit of chaotic time in my life. I was a first year teacher. It was just, it was so stressed at work. And I looked over at my date and I said, I think I'm going to faint. And then I just collapsed into the girl sitting next to me, her lap. Oh my and, goodness. Um, which is when uh, what I think drew your attention to it, Matt. Um, and I came to, it didn't last very long, I came to and my date just kind of looked down at me and said, oh, you just fainted. And I said, right, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. So I just knew I had to lie flat, so I kind of tried to crawl out of the feet to lie on the floor. Did your date help you or just watch you crawl yeah, did he help away you he like just- you were... <laughs> On the beach no. in Saving Private Ryan or something? <laughs> yeah. No, he wasn't very helpful, to be honest. I think Matt probably showed a bit more concern on the stage. <laughs> Goodness um, me. Uh, oh, wow. We didn't last very long. Um, I'll say the next date that we had, I got food poisoning and vomited everywhere. So, <laughs> Oh, no. Yeah, I, just, I don't think it was destined to last. <laughs> and and once, you were, once you were vomiting at your table, did the date just go, yeah, you got food poisoning? <laughs> Yeah, it was very good on the observation skills. (laughs) Sometimes these things help dates, though. Like, that's why I was wondering whether maybe it was a story that you could have told, you know, to your grandkids or something. But it sounds like like he might have been a bit of a dud. Well, yeah. I I mean, I was putting him under a lot of pressure, I think. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, to be fair, you do sound like hard work, (laughs) fainting and vomiting in every day. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, to be fair, you have to, you know, cut cut your losses sometimes. <laughs> yeah, that's very very. Well, true. has there been any? Has there been a more successful dates since, or have you fainted at any any more strange occasions? Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I faint. Um, I fainted in a lot of different places. Um, Are you like one of those goats that they make a noise? And <laughs> <laughs> they the yeah, it's very similar actually. Is my show the weirdest place you've fainted? Yeah, probably. Although one morning I was reading an article about a kid who had had a, he had a bag for a stomach um, and that tipped me off. But I was sitting at a high, on a high stool at a bench and I couldn't, couldn't get my legs out. So I was sort of just hanging backwards over the stool, hanging, like swinging in the breeze, basically. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) It sounds like it's all medical stuff related, like anything that has to do, like, because I can't watch those medical shows where they're doing operations and stuff. I feel absolutely queasy. But is is it all around, is there some fear that you have, some deep-seated medicine fear? Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I'm very glad that, obviously, you listen to the podcast a bit, Em. Um, very glad that we have started, since that day, putting squirmy warnings on that kind of content. So, do you actually tune out when a squirmy warning comes on? Yeah, absolutely. I can't, can't risk it. Um, unless I'm lying down, then I'll be fine. But uh, I really value that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Well, look. That's great. Well, I tell you what, we're going to be talking to someone uh, a little bit later this week, I believe, and um, you might need a squirmy warning Ooh, for yeah, that. Oh, yeah, squirmy warning. I saw a message come hit the inbox. I think we're going to try and get in touch <laughs> yeah, with them. exactly. Big yeah, good, old okay. squirmy warning. <laughs> we were talking about going to the emergency department, so probably skip that whole segment, I would say, <laughs> I potentially. Em? <laughs> 
All right, great. Well, thank you very much, Emily. I'm so glad that, you know, it all ends, all's well that ends well. It, yeah, truly it is. And, um, yeah, keep up the good work. Still loving the days. Thank you very much. And thank you for coming to our live annual general meeting as well. It was uh, an honour to see you there in the, the lovely pink suits. So we will um, hopefully see you again. See you soon. All day breakfast. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. On All Day Breakfast, it's now time for... Mind Alone. That's right, where Matt O'Kine scours the world. The Encyclopedia Britannicas. The Microsoft Encarters. For the most mind-blowing facts, this celestial plane has to offer. And uh, what have you been looking at this week, O'Kine? Well, I found an interesting fact that relates to dates. Now, yesterday was your birthday and we were discussing... I thought you meant like dates you go on with people. Oh, no, no, no. I mean the actual date calendar The world record for the most dates is, you know, X, Y, Z. No. Well, the world record for the shortest date is... um, Alex Dyson. Anyone, trying to anyone that you've been on? <laughs> I would go toe-to-toe with anyone <laughs> in this world, my um, God. No, you know, what I found funny is, you know when you're on Facebook, right, and some days it'll show you, like, you, you know, your Facebook friends the, the birthdays, right? Like it'll be yeah, yeah these yeah, are yeah. your friends that you've got who have birthdays on this day. Some days you'll have like... Nine people whose birthday is on one day. You're like, whoa, there's mm. so many people whose birthday. And then other days, none. Mm. And I always think, oh, that's interesting. So I was looking into some dates and uh, I've, according to a study held by a um, search engine project, which is called True Knowledge, and the point of this uh, database is that it indexes more than 300 million facts. Okay. <laughs> Right. Looking at events, people, places, points in time. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, what they're able to do looking at all of the facts that they have is come to the conclusion that the most boring day in history, <laughs> or at least of the past 100 or so years, was April 11th, 1954. Right. So not just like April 11th. Across history is the most boring day. That day in that year, nothing happened <laughs> well, at all. Well, yeah. Well, look, this is what happened. Uh, a general election was held in Belgium. A Turkish academic was born. And that was pr- Professor Attila. What did, what did Professor Attila do? Uh, well, I don't know. Um, and then an Oldham athletic footballer called Jack Shufflebotham died. And then apart from that, like, like if you look at most <laughs> dates around the world, it'll give you a huge, you know, it'll sure. be like this huge, all this stuff happened. But yeah. no, apparently on this day, in that happened. Now, I don't know whether old old Jack Shufflebotham would think it's the most boring day in history. <laughs> that would be, that would add insult to injury, the poor bloke. You know, he passes away. <laughs> Everyone just, just yells at the funeral, boring. <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, people. <laughs> come on. But anyways, uh, apparently, according to that search engine, that is the uh, the most boring time well, of day in the world. Uh, mild. Mild. Oh, come on. I, look, I'm going to give you a mild groan for that. I mean, it's fun, but it's not a fact. It's like an opinion. 
of things, the most boring day in history was that year. It's it's pretty um, pretty limp, I would oh, say. Well, gee, fine. All right. Well, thankfully, we've got <laughs> another caller who has texted in with a fact. So uh, thank you very much to Lachlan, because if it was with you know if it wasn't for Lachlan, I might have disappointed the uh, whole team here. What did Lachlan have to say? I mean, the most boring podcast in history. <laughs> um, but Lachlan's texted in uh, with a fact about pickles. If you enjoy pickles, and you think of them without any pickles actually being in the room, your mouth will begin to salivate at the possibility of having a pickle. I tried it many times, never fails. <laughs> Is everyone else getting that? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, it. I don't think I like pickles enough. You can, you can feel mm. it. I can feel the saliva. <laughs> and Lachlan, that's why I'm wow. giving you. But it's I sometimes I think of like sour stuff and I can get that sour taste in my mouth without actually eating a warhead. Oh, that's so funny because I have a mm. sour taste in my mouth from you giving me a mild <laughs> groan, you dog. <laughs> oh, look, apologies, Matt. And uh, look, if you would like to help us out with Mind Blown each and every week, we'd love to hear your facts. Matt.and.alex. I am salivating at the thought of them coming in already. It's so funny. There, there would be... So many people around Australia right now just thinking about, like, with the taste of pickles in their mouth. Just eating <laughs> that dill pickle brine. That's, speaking about what's your juice, I'm sure there's a couple of absolute sickos out there. Oh, a few sippers, eh? Yeah, a few pickle sippers. Just on the bedside table, little jar. Mm, but there is the pickleback um, shot you do, isn't it? You do a whiskey, then you do a pickleback. Oh, I did it. I used to do... I went through a phase of doing those. i got to tell you, I... I did. I picklebacked one too many, and now I cannot face them again. But anyways, look, thank you so much for joining us. This is Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. We hope you had a good one, and we will see you again tomorrow for the last day of the week. It's a Friday, baby. Same time, same place. Catch you then. Bye-bye. You know it's really embarrassing? I got caught between saying Friday and Fri-yay. Oh, shame on me. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alex. Listener.